welcome to the Tabletop Games blog topic discussion. Compressed Collections As many of you probably know, I only have limited space for games. That's why I very much like small box games that have a lot of gameplay crammed into a small volume. It's also the reason why I have been reboxing games that come in bigger boxes, compressing them down and getting rid of all the extra air that came with the original packaging. I've written about this in my article Box Clever, link in the description below, a couple of years ago, and this time I want to give you some concrete examples of small box games crammed to the brim and larger box games that I've shrunk down. Let me start by promoting a number of small box games that I absolutely love and that really show how much game and how many components can be put into the smallest of volumes. Starting with the smallest size, Mintin Mini Skullduggery by Subquark is really tiny and the lid of the tin just about closes to keep everything snugly inside. There's a custom metal coin, 16 white stone skull beads, 8 black stone skull beads, 4 crystal skull beads and 3 six-sided dice. Yes, it's a lighter game that relies heavily on luck, but it's a lot of fun and can be played literally anywhere. I've played it a lot with my daughter while waiting for food, but also with my wife on a small bench while we were out for a walk. It's a wonderful game that shows that it's possible to go small. The Blessed Dark by Nath Munia comes in a standard size mint tin, rather than a small tin, so it has a little bit more room for components. Again, it's packed brimful with a filtered instruction sheet, 32 mini sized cards, 3 black 6 sided dice and 20 red plastic cube tokens. The gameplay is quite strategic and will appeal to people who like a good mix of luck and luck mitigation with some strategy and tactics. It's a lot of fun and doesn't take up much room at all. Of course, there are many more Mintin games, but I can't mention them all. Let me just point out Microboo by One Free Elephant, which also comes in a sanitized tin and contains a huge number of tiny wooden components and mini cards, and the classic and ever popular Mintworks by 524 Labs, which is a bit taller but also full of lovely wooden components and small cards. Moving on from Mintins, there are a number of small box games that come in cardboard boxes. The obvious choice here is all the games from Oink Games, of course which all seem to be packed with components and all offer different levels of complexity and different types of mechanisms while always being a lot of fun. Deep Sea Adventure always comes to my mind, but there are many more in the series. Again, there are a lot of games that come in a really small box, especially a lot of deck building games and other card games, but again I don't have the space to name them all. Moving up a size are games that are full of components with very little air in the box while also offering a lot of great gameplay. Assembly by Ren Games is a great cooperative or solo puzzle game, while the upcoming Bots Up comes in a similar sized box and is a lot of quick robot battling fun for 2-5 players. Swatch by Minerva Tabletop is also a wonderful game that comes in a small box with very little air and is a great action selection game that will appeal to people who like a little bit of strategy. They are all wonderful for different reasons and can be taken with you quite easily anywhere, but for me they are at the threshold of being a small box game. So all of the above are great examples of games whose packaging has very little air in it, which means they take up little space on your shelf or, like in my case, in the cupboard. Yet there are plenty of games that aren't so great and come in big boxes so they stand out in shops and give potential buyers a feeling that they get good value for money. I've been able to shrink some of these games to a much better size. In doing so I had to sometimes compromise, but the result is still a very playable game that you can finally take with you more easily giving you more choice for games night. I will leave my biggest accomplishment to last and start with some games that are relatively easy to make smaller. 
The Hanging Gardens by Handsome Gluck is basically a deck of cards, a stack of tiles and a handful of wooden components. The box it comes in is basically a classic cardboard well, leaving the components rattling around. You simply take everything out of the original box and find a smaller one that fits it nicely. I found these wonderful Wham boxes for cheap which work really well and have enough room for everything without leaving much space. They have a milky clear lid so you can see inside. You could probably also get a couple of deck boxes to fit everything in and store the game that way. Suddenly it's the right size to easily take on holiday with you. I needed a Wham box twice the size to fit all the components of King of New York in. I had to print out a smaller version of the game board to make it fit but that was a relatively small sacrifice. Game boards are usually the largest components of the games and often stop people from trying to shrink their games down. However, there's nothing wrong with you printing your own downsized version of a game board as long as the game is still playable afterwards of course. You'll be surprised how much room you will suddenly have in your cupboard for more games if you do that. My biggest achievement to date is shrinking down the Carcassonne Big Box, the German version, which as its name suggests, comes in a huge box with many many components. Again, I was able to fit it into the same size Wham box that I used for King of New York. I had to print out a smaller version of the scoreboard and I also had to relinquish the Wheel of Fortune but everything else fits in perfectly. It's amazing and allowed us to take this popular game on holiday with us and play it with the family and of course it freed up so much space in my cupboard. It was really worth the effort. There are more games I have my eye on as well. The most recent one is Splendor. It's basically a deck of cards and a small stack of tiles plus a number of poker chips. The box itself is huge in comparison and mostly air. It should be really easy to fit it into smaller box and make room for more games. I'm sure there are many other games that could easily be scaled down. I know many of you want to keep the original box because you want to display it and of course that's absolutely fine. For people like myself though, being able to get rid of the air is very important and is the only way for me to keep more games without having to stash them under the sofa or getting rid of games. So if you're tight on space too, why don't you give it a go? What games do you have that might be worth shrinking down? Or maybe you've already done a bit of compressing yourself? Please share your thoughts on the experiences in the comments on my blog at tabletopgamesblog.com. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening to this Tabletop Games Blog Topic Discussion Podcast. Please check the description below for links mentioned in this episode as well as to the written version of this article on the blog. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, give us some stars or leave a review. Please also tell your friends about me and if you want to offer financial support, check out my Patreon Ko-fi pages, links to which you'll find in the blog at tabletopgamesblog.com. So thank you again for listening and I hope to see you again soon. This podcast was made possible by the generous help of my Patreon supporters. Royal Patron, Sean Newman. Castle Guard, David Miller. Dice Masters, Alex Bardi, Paul Grogan and James Naylor. And Shining Lights, Robin Kay, Sarah Reed, Tim Vernick and Winnet Wizards.